to Mbappé! What a great day it's been for him! So you want this confidence oozing through his veins. Yeah, tap it with the football tap. It's the number one podcast. Yeah. With a football at, tap in with the football tap. Yeah. Tap in with the football tap. Guru. Tap in with the football tap, like a spinal, or it could get messy like Lionel. Them other podcasts throw back like a vinyl. The guru, he the goat, so it really ain't no rivals. Podcasts about passion, barely dollars. My favorite, Ronaldo, Jamal Musala. Football tap, it should be on your radar. Come and kick it with us, like Neymar, Sadio Mane, or Erling Haaland. Either way, the football tap, prime time. Yeah, now take that to the bank with you. The guru, he don't talk, he just paint. Vividly, so come and see what he's saying. Highlights and more, you never get bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never get bored. Football tap, the number one source. Yeah. Come and tap in with the football tap. It's the football tap. Yeah, yeah. Come and tap in with the football tap. It's the football tap. Guru, football tap. Yeah. Come and tap in with the football tap. Yeah. With the football tap, come and chill with the groove, cuz football back, yeah. Hello, welcome to the football tap, uh, week one review. I'm Ryan, joined by Elliot. How are you doing today, sir? Good, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing all right. Uh, the seahorses gave you kind of a scare yesterday. Um, <laughs> That, how about that 36-year-old with two, two wonder goals, though? I mean, you can't really do anything about that. That's the thing. Plus, That's why – go, sorry, go ahead. Plus, your manager was suspended along with Dabala and Pellegrini. So, I mean, you know, you can't really be upset, I, I don't think. No, because, you know, you, 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 you certain games, you play badly, you get a point, and it's like a very regrettable feeling. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. We did yeah. what we were supposed to. We there's sometimes in Italian football, uh, almost exclusively, you'll have a guy that will just have two unbelievable moments, and you're just like, you know, there's nothing you can be done about that. From the total performance, it was really excellent. I love my new midfield. Um, and again, that's without Pellegrini in, and like you said, Dybala wasn't there. Pellegrini wasn't there. Bellotti last year couldn't score, couldn't do anything right. Played one of the best <laughs> games I've seen from a row <laughs> in, in quite some time. Finds the back of the neck twice. The new signings come on. They they contribute from top to bottom. It was a really good performance. And it's just it's just the final score is unfortunate and is disappointing. But again, it's when you when <laughs> when Kondreva is able to create those types of moments twice in one game, it's it's hard to overcome. The only thing you can really look at is the the first goal we scored probably should have counted, but we played really well the whole game. Um, Salentiana did almost nothing other than those two moments. So it's one of those games where, you know, okay, you take the point. We have a very winnable game next Saturday, and then we have Milan after that. Um, so I think we'll be good in, going into the next game with a lot of confidence and momentum, and Zabat, Zabat is supposed to arrive by then. And then we'll have Dybala and Pellegrini back, and I think Jose will be that will be back for that one too. So, yeah, good performance. It, but again, there's nothing you can do about that when you have two goals that 
no no goalkeeper on planet Earth would have stopped. Yeah. All right. So let's focus away from Italy really quick. Um, there are actually two big trophy. Well, a very minuscule trophy was won, but it's big in the sense of who won it. So I'll start with that first. Um, mm. Messi comes into Miami. They win the League's Cup. Um, I think Messi's kind of proving you right to say that MLS is nowhere where it needs to be yet. Um, he has actually teared apart defense. He's, he, I think he has 10 goals in five games. So he's averaging about two goals a game. Um, he wins that goofy little league cub thing. Um, but if you're MLS, you got to be loving this. Yeah, it's good at the moment. Uh, but again, like I said last time, uh, you know, they'll, they'll need to react to this. Teams need to start getting better. They need to start defending better. The goalkeepers need to stop making so many mistakes. So, but it's it's great from from a marketing standpoint. It's incredible. Um, Griezmann came out last week, or I think it might have been this week, saying that he would like to go to the MLS like Messi does when it's his time at that point in his career. So, I think a lot of people are going to be more interested in it. I think the, the MLS is going to start getting better players. Um, but as far as these conversations that we had in the past about them being a top ten, top twelve league. There's obviously a ways to go before, you know, you get into those sort of ranges. Uh, but I think it's a, it's a, it's a positive thing because more players, more good players are going to come here. I'm not, I mean, most players that are in the prime in Europe are not going to, but you can get the the level below that to come here and start to make make some things happen for the MLS. Uh, but obviously, from um, one point, it's Messi doing his thing, becoming the most decorated player in history, um, and on the other you're going to have more players and the interest of the MLS is going to go up a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think it's been a really positive thing, but again, they, the MLS also needs to sort out th- their, their teams and they need to be a, l- a lot better because if these, if it's at this same level next year and message is doing this to everyone and no one else is, is really showing those sort of qualities. Um, it's good. It's going to be difficult, but I think the MLS will get more good players and, uh, they'll they'll have a chance to react to this, especially that the season's almost over, and they'll have they'll have a lot of opportunities for themselves to to rescore to program the league because now they have to with, with Messi here. Well, not only have to do that, and I don't mean cheat the hole in my own city. yet. St. Louis put up six goals last night after a month off. Uh, teams and once again they can't even teams can't even figure out how to break down a German style offense. Yeah, and I mean St. Louis is good. Cincinnati's good. There, there are teams that can compete with the likes of an individual like that. But it's like it's like the rest of the league that's going to need to catch up and figure themselves out because you can't have just Messi doing his thing and then St. Louis, Cincinnati, and maybe a few others doing their thing. I think the league itself needs to add more quality into it. But yeah, no, I I, I completely get where you're coming from. It's positive, but we need to we also need to react appropriately after this season is over. That's kind of my main point. Um, Spain State football, thanks, thanks to them. Um, it's so nice. I don't care if it's men or women. Isn't it just like the sweetest thing in the world watching England lose a final? <laughs> I guess I, I don't really have any axe to grinds against the, the English women. Um, but on, on the other hand, I don't. I didn't want them to to win either. <laughs> um, but yeah, then you got Spain, to win. USA lost. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was a, a great moment for me. <laughs> it wasn't just that they lost; it's the way they lost, and it's the certain people that 
looked emotional. And, and anyway, I don't want to get too too much into that. But uh, again, from from a U.S. perspective, that needs to be a wake up call. And um, again, the star players from the U.S. team, if they're still in the U.S. in a year from now, they're self sabotaging themselves, and um, they need to act accordingly. On, you know, sort of going forward off of this, things like that. But um, yeah, so but it was. I think overall it was a great tournament. I think the way from a from a PR perspective, it was idiotic for them not to do this tournament in June because for half this world cup, everybody was, was the, the, you know, the view viewership was incredible. And then it, it diverted because of the uh, beginning of the Premier League, Bundesliga, Serie A, stuff like that. I think that was a poor marketing decision, but the, the, the tournament was great. And Spain winning the world cup after they lost to Japan, the way they did in the group stage, um, I think is really quite incredible. And for England, you know, they. I mean, they only lost by by a goal, but they were outplayed completely in that in that final. And they hadn't really woken up to the World Cup. Um, uh, I mean, the Columbia game was probably the first time they looked like a, a real team of a real champion. Um, and so it, the injury stuff, I get it, but but overall in the World Cup, they underperformed. So I did. I don't think if they had won the World Cup, it would have been a. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but it wouldn't have been the the the, the correct um, champion in in I guess in, in that sense. Uh, but obviously they they showed up when they need to. Even in the final, they play, they didn't play they didn't play badly. It's just the uh, Spain was just the the much 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 better team. Um, but I think everything everyone got what they wanted out of this tournament. I think that uh, the fact that we had two brand new teams in the final, another team wins the World Cup. And I think the women's game is much more wide open. All the favorites got knocked out. Um, at least some of the favorites got knocked out before the knockout stage. You had teams that never made the tournament that made the quarterfinals. So overall, it was a, a great tournament. We had the evil empire getting knocked out in the round 16 and all that stuff. So I think overall, it's an amazing tournament, and I'm happy for Spain. Yeah, me too. Um, very happy. You know what's grinding my gear stuff? I've done the Which World Cup that? final this year for the men. I'm so sick of all these fucking cup finals ending one nil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. FA well, not FA Cup, but you know, every it seems like every major cup final ends one nil or one one, and then you go to penalties. It's so predictable. I want, I want. That's my only gripe, but I want like a three three game, four three. You know, it's a cup final. Play open, score some goals. Yeah, the, but, the problem is the team. The teams don't want to play open because they don't. Again, that's that's why. Because once they have that lead, they kind of want to hold on to it, and they don't want to have to go out of their way to to take risks. And that's an unfortunate part of it. I understand why they do it, but I, I agree. I don't even need a three. A two one would be would be good enough for me. More than one goal. <laughs> All right. I know it's early. I know it's the first game, but on the road, Christian scores in his AC Milan debut. Uh, not only scores, he had a lot to do with that first goal. Again, I, I before when he signed for AC Milan, I decided I'm put the uh, I, I'm going to put my um, disagreement with Christian Pulisic to the side, and I'm just not I'm not going to basically respond to the to the attention that he's been given. Now, up to this point, he has not deserved the attention that's been placed on him. 
at AC Milan, he has the potential to deserve it. He was excellent today. I mean, the performance was good enough. I thought Bologna had a lot of chances to to get something from that game, but but the cross that came in, the new signing that they got from AZ, and then goes right into Giroud. The second goal was basically all him. Played really well. Um, he just needs to keep um, he needs to keep his attitude and ego at a very neutral place. He needs to just cut home. Yeah, exactly. Keep it there. Don't don't feed into the Captain America thing. And I'll, I'll, I'll just mention this one last time. If he's referred to as Captain America, he should he should reject it. He should say, "I have one AC Milan goal. I'm far from Captain America." Just needs to say that one time. He needs to kind of cool the hype train, and then he because at AC Milan he can actually deserve the the praise that he's been getting that in the past he has not deserved. Now, my one thing with Christian at this with this AC Milan side is um, again he was great today. So this situation didn't really come up today, but if Leal gives him the ball in a dangerous position, put it in the back of the net. That's the one thing I ask. I don't need him to score 20 goals. If he gets 10 and six, I'll be happy. I'll be, I think that's very successful. It's just Leal is, is with, with Tenali gone now, Leal is the kingpin of that ace Milan side. And because they don't have a very good coach, it's going to yeah. be, he's going to be the one pushing the envelope. So when he gives you the ball, you score, <laughs> that's it. So, again, he doesn't need to be lights out. But under the conditions when he's in those situations, when AC Milan are on the attack and the ball comes across the top to Leal to Pulisic, that's when you, you've got to basically earn the move that you got and stick in the back of the net. Or at least test the goalkeeper. No, no open misses, no uh, uh, bad you know, excuses. When, when that situation occurs, he needs to be able to – to be able to, because Liao needs to know that he can trust Christian. If he can trust Christian, he's going to be less reluctant to to do it himself. If he knows that Christian can go and and get him a, an opportunity um, to to score a goal for Ace Milan, um, they have a lot of they brought a lot of players that play the exact same position. Which I, I you know I think a lot of those guys are just going to get phased out. Um, and I'm not a big fan of the Musa signing. I think that it's kind of I just don't understand it. Um, but the, the the midfielder they brought in and what they have Christian out wide, I think it can work. The uh, the midfielder that they got from AZ was brilliant. I think he's going to be fantastic. He's not Tenali, but he can give them something else in that area. And then Christian playing the way he did today, if he keeps that going, and again, it's going to get a lot harder than Bologna. Bologna are a good team. But when you play these bigger teams, we'll see – what kind of performance he can put in, but I was very happy with Christian today. I think he was, he was excellent. The goal was, was fantastic. And, you know, that's one of the best goals I think he's had in his career. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think you can say too many negative things. Now, do, I don't believe in AC Milan long term. Um, I think there's limitations to the side, but that that should give you some confidence. And Giroud scoring again is should is another positive thing that you can look at from AC Milan perspective. But again, one game in the season, nobody's nobody, and we'll see how it goes from here. But I, I liked what I saw specifically from Christian, but also from uh, their new midfielder. Yeah, I agree. I really, really, really hope Christian can, you know, earn the moniker of Captain America. Are you, don't you agree? Yeah, at least meet somebody, meet the title halfway there. Like, to, to earn the praise he he gets is going to be hard to do because the, the hype train is, is out of control. 
But if he could be like at least a a Syria rising star, if that is who he is this season, then the the uh, attention that he's getting is at least halfway warranted. You know, so I think I really want I'm really cheering for him. And again, I don't I haven't cheered for him in the past because of again, it's not actually his fault. It's it's the, the circus that comes around him. Um, but you know, at AC Milan, if he can become someone, I think it's huge. And I really think they can benefit from him as long as he plays selflessly. And again, <laughs> the only stipulation is Leal gives you the ball score or make the goalkeeper make an incredible save. Can't, you can't be missing open goals, stuff like that, because Liao wants to trust in his teammates because this team goes as Liao goes. Liao makes the – again, the, the coach will give instructions. Liao makes the – calls the shots on the pitch. So if Christian can get him to trust him, I think it will be a beautiful relationship between those two. And obviously he already knows Giroud for their time at Chelsea together. They're, they're, they're already on sort of a bromance. They, they are good friends. So that helps as well, I think – yeah, I think it's going to be a good season for him. And I don't, I don't expect him to light the world on fire. But I think, I don't know how old he is now, but I think he would, I think he would be eligible for Young Player of the Year Serie A, at least from my list. And I think as long as he's 20, 23, 24. Um, but he can, he can become a candidate for one of the breakout stars of the, of the, um, of Serie A this season. Well, well said. All right, it started out rough, but, uh, you know, when you have Victor Osman, are you really ever out of a game? Nap- uh, Napoli come back to win 3-1. Um, I know me and you will disagree on this. I, I fully sure. expect a repeat from them this year. I don't even think it's a question. Um, I know the lineup they played was four. I don't like their coach. I, I really don't like their coach. That's the one thing I think can hold them back. Um, you know, losing Spalletti, which was great for Italy, is not good for them, especially when you're coming off a guy. I think uh, Martinez is the name that he couldn't even win the Saudi. Ronaldo. But yeah, I still was, think that ahead. I still think that Napoli will. Rudy Garcia, Rudy Garcia. I, I I still think Napoli, even with the lesser manager, will be able to win the title again. That their yeah, team just di- too good. We disagree slightly. If Nap if Napoli. Um, this is going to sound really horrible, so, and I don't mean to I fence by it at all. Uh, but if Na- if Napoli finish second or are in a title race, um, I think it's a big win for for Napoli. I think push being being in that conversation again should be what they should be striving to do. Um, again, if if they go and win it, you know, you know, good for them. If they have they have the best player in the league, and they have the best they have arguably the best striker in the league. Um, but I do think that let me just put let me just phrase it this way. Inter Inter obviously I think are the favorite. Logically speaking, so just logic, no what happens happens, no emotion. They should win by ten points. Yeah. Not like crazy. But they should win by a, a, a substantial amount. If Napoli can just be in that conversation as we get into the late months of the season and Inter are in first by what, three, four points. They can put pressure on Inter, and Inter, as we've seen in the past, can implode. So I think Napoli's – obviously they want to repeat and all that stuff, but from my perspective, Napoli should try to put pressure on them all season long and then give them an opportunity if they crack to, to go do it. And that, I, did, I did pick uh, Napoli to finish second. I still think they're going to be in that – potentially be in that conversation, but I think a very successful season. 
would be, uh, you know, run at the Copa Italia, a, a, a you know, a run in the league, and um, at least trying to get back to the round of 16 in the Champions League again. But I understand, for example, why you would you would continue, why you uh, think that Napoli will win the league. But I think it's not even about Napoli. It's inter squad is too good to throw this away. And I think they're personally, I think they're a lot better than ever than any other team in the league, at least in terms of what they have on their on their side and the and the the depth and the starting lineup and all this stuff. It's inexcusable for them not to win the league. And I think just because their their roster is a lot stronger than everybody else. They'll win it, but Napoli, because they have the two stars there, they'll have a chance to do something. And my biggest concern with Napoli, and again, I'm not a big fan of Rui Garcia. You can't go from Spalletti to that. You, you might as well have gotten uh, one of these other top Italian coaches. Um, but my biggest concern is the defense. And the defense did all right, but can't, Kim is not someone you can replace, especially because I don't rate the goalkeeper that highly. But, but I expect Napoli to be right uh, with Inter, at least potentially. But logically, it should win without too much difficulty. But I do think Napoli can push them. So that's where I come from an able angle. I disagree with that. And, uh, can I explain why? Uh, Go ahead. I, I don't think Inter will win the league as long as they have Inzaghi as their coach. Yeah, uh, I get that. But but then you fall. But then Rui Garcia is not much better. Yeah, but I think Inzaghi. Outside of the Copa Italia, he, and I really know Rudy Garcia isn't that better, but what has Inzaghi ever done other than choke away leaks? Um, Last year, he he ruined it. He he ruined it with Lazio in the COVID year. That 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 was inexcusable. Lazio should have won the league that year. Thank God they didn't, because <laughs> I would have been in a hole somewhere. Um, I mean, you know they should no, have though, right? You'll admit that. I, no, they definitely should. Have. There's no question about it. That was it. Was that year Juventus didn't win the league? Dybala won the league for Juventus that year. Because <laughs> yeah. the only reason they were they ended up in that position. Um, I mean, the only thing I can say, he's not a bad coach. He's good for the Lazio level. No offense or all offense, whatever. A, a team like that, Fiorentina, stuff like that. He plays attractive football. Um, he does seem to be able to get um, Martinez. Um, into good positions, but I think Martinez is capable of doing that without himself. Um, so, no, I, I agree. I don't think he does anything particularly well. The problem is in, in Syria at the moment is there aren't any really exceptional coaches, so that could play a factor. So I understand why, why you uh, why you think that. But but I, I, I'm just looking at this Inter thing from the team that they have. Based on the team that they have, they should not have any difficulty. But then again, if you take logic out of it, anything can happen in Napoli – because they got those two, can could do it again. Yeah, well, here's the deal. If Inter, do you want to know what Inter need to do? What's that? If Inter make the step, the um, take the next step in winning back-to-back leagues and also Champions Leagues, they need to fire Inzaghi and bring in um Diego Simeone. For yeah. I mean, if that was an option, that would be that would be step number one. Step number two is go ahead. Step number two is is getting a proper another forward to help Rotaro because I mean that they you can't have just one guy be that score that many goals and be successful. Look at Man City, (laughs) what they can bring on other than just talent. 
I mean, it's a, it's the same problem with how was at Dortmund. You can have a really nice piece, but unless you have players around him, you're not going to win it. They need to. If if I was Inter, I would go out and I would grab maybe like a Gabriel Jesus from Arsenal, a Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, you know, um, maybe even like a Marco <laughs> Roy. See if he could stay fit. I'm being serious, by the way. I know, but, but the, I, I'm just laughing. And again, I, no disrespect whatsoever. I'm just thinking about it in my own head. I'm just thinking of the names you gave me, and I would take Inter's number two over all, th- all of those names at, at this current moment. Gabriel Jesus, Marcus Theron, I think is a conversation. But, you know, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. They, if they had another 17-goal striker that could do it, I think that would take them to another level. Um, yeah. But um, – I do think the, uh, the, the collection of attackers that they have outside of Lataro are still good enough to get the job done. Now, Marcus Theron had 15 in the um, Bundesliga last season, but he also missed more chances than anybody. If, if he just doesn't miss big chances, I think, I think they could have something because he's very talented. And then they have uh, Marco Narovic, who's not sexy, but for a um, – but he still adds value as, as a depth piece in that position in the attack. Um, but no, I do agree in, in the sense of if, if Lataro had an equal or it's hard to find an equal to Lataro, but uh, uh, someone that's similar to his level that can, can score the way Lukaku scored uh, during the Conte year, I think that it, they would just obliterate everyone. So they don't have that, but I think by committee, they have enough pieces to, to win the league. But I totally agree. Like if they had another piece like, Lukaku was in that one year, they could uh, exactly. obviously, yeah, they would just crush him. And I, again, I think Lataro's probably just because he's done it for longer. Now, Osama, you can say Osama is the best striker in the league, that's fine. But I think over over um, the last couple of years, Lataro's uh, an exceptional last year has proven for longer that he, he's at the top level. So he's at, if at worst, Lataro is the second best striker in the league. Um, so maybe he's good enough to do it by himself, and he scored two on the weekend or last weekend, whatever. Um, but no, I do agree. If they had another Batman, you know, I th- or, or another Ro- even a Robin, I think that would be great. What I think they have now is like uh, Batman and then Alfred. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Into, I'm not, I don't know that much about Superman. They, they have a. They have a Batman and a. Um, I think looking at it overall, they have a Batman. And a Green Lantern. I mean, Green Lantern's cool at all. He does okay, a lot cool, of stuff, cool. but he's not like a sexy. Yeah, they don't have bums. I mean, Marcus Theron is a very good player. He's young. He could he could explode this year for all we know. Then they have another piece, uh, Anardovich. Not better than Jekko, but it's it's an adequate replacement. So they have a they have a good situation here, but they just don't have that other killer next to Lotaro. Yeah, um, you know who I'd really like them to bring in, even though it won't happen. And this brings What's us that? into our next segment. Well, I don't want them to bring it in because I, I prefer I, – sorry, I, I just prefer um, Paul Mondini to um, Javier Zanetti. That's the only reason. But and this is segment. Florian Wurtz is him, and he's going to get a massive move. And wouldn't it be <laughs> nice to see somebody like him go to Syria? Oh fuck! He fuck all of us up. Like I'm not joking. Like I know, uh, I know everybody talks about again. Bellingham has a great start. Real Madrid, uh, fair play to him. Musiala is his thing. But I mean, people people forgot how good he is at when healthy. He's he is again. You can you can throw any name you would like in that conversation. 
in that age group, he's better than all of them. If you put him in that inter team, the league's already over. <laughs> like that's, yeah, that's and not how only much that, look what he did to your league. Look what he did to the team you said was going to win the league this year. Not not a great start. I mean, I know it's one of thirty four, but I mean, yeah. No, that was actually a very good game. That was a very close game, and I think obviously Leipzig were better in a lot, a good portion of that game. But there were moments where where Leverkusen. I mean, that's like a classic. Let me put it this way, because it's in a different context. But that's like Man City Arsenal first game of the season, kind of, because the two best teams. I mean, with Bayern, I guess too. But those two teams will be fighting for the title in the end. One game is one game. But Wurtz was impeccable in that game, and yes, he scored. But it's not why he was impressive. It's all the other things he did that made him so impressive. He's yeah, he's. If Inter could get a player like that, it'd be incredible. But I think he'll be really expensive. Now, I, because I think from a Leverkusen perspective, they're going to be looking at this from the Bellingham angle. Like, okay, uh, Dorman got this amount for Bellingham. We know that Verts is better than Bellingham. So I, I want to get an extra $10 million on top of that. So again, it's, it's, it's a Bundesliga uh, uh, departure, so maybe they wouldn't be so stingy with the price like a lot of English teams are. But I think they would try to get at least in the same range as Bellingham um, when when the time comes. Now, I don't think they can do it. This year, he just got the number 10, so he's not leaving at least this season. But maybe in the summer, uh, someone could make a move for him. But but I agree. If if they – again, it's it's complicated because of money and stuff like that. But if they managed to, to pull it off and got first in that team, I think – again, he's not, a, he's, not a, he's not technically a striker, but you would have someone that can score those type of – relatively can can get those type of goal involvements that that attacker can get. And, yeah, I think you take another level because he can play almost an attacker just behind the strikers, and I think he would explode because that's a player I'd, I don't think it will ever happen, but I that's the type of player I think would, would be awesome for the league and would take it up in a, another level as well. Um, Harry Kane scores in his debut, a uh, league debut, four – Bayern beat Werner 4-0. Uh, are they going to win it 12 in a row now? Are they going to get 12? I don't think so. You don't think so? Uh, even, with, even, with, uh, even with a man like Harry Kane? No, because that's the, they didn't have problems scoring goal last year, um, even with lesser talent. I, I know Harry Kane is a big deal, and he can he can score. Again, I, I, people who are saying that he's going to score 40 goals are just don't, don't watch the Bundesliga. That's what has been apparent to me. He's going to get between 25 and 30. You look at uh, Robert's numbers during that time, he was between 25 and 30. He, other than the, the crazy year where he had 41, he wasn't scoring 40 on a regular basis. He's not going to tip break his record. That's not happening. Um, so th- that's number one. So the, the he'll get, he'll get a good, I think he'll get 27. That would be my guess. Um, on top of that, Leipzig's team, from uh, just from top to bottom, yet they Bayern may have certain best better players in certain positions. Leipzig have a better team with a manager that is capable of of, of launching this title, um, uh, launching launching a, a title race against them. And I know they lost the um, the opener, but they lost to the team who's going to be the other team in the title race. I suspect this season the title race will include Leverkusen, Bayern, and Leipzig. I think Leipzig, top to bottom, they have better depth. 
where they can bring off the bench, stuff like that, that they can have. They've replaced everyone they've lost with better players in most cases. Um, you look at the, the midfield acquisitions they made, what they have to add to their attack. Defensively, they're good, and they're going to get their goalkeeper back soon. But I, I still think Leipzig can, can do it, and I expect them to. Um, now, I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park, but I think with the type of with, – with so, they have so many things they can do with that team that I think Bayern may have the best player of, of all the, the, the top teams in Harry Kane and Jamal Musial. I don't think anybody, any of those other teams, has a player as good as those two. But I think the, the, the top to bottom, their squad overall, is going to be the biggest decider in this. I think they have a be- – I won't say they have a better chance, but I think they could go like a, on a really big champion thing run and maybe go and win it, which would be crazy. But I think they're going to have they're going to have some real resistance from Leverkusen and Leipzig. Now, can Bayern win it again? They can, but they're not going to just walk it through like like it's nothing. Because yes, they beat uh, Werner Brain on um, on Friday. It was one nil going into like the seventieth minute. So even though they got they got the four goals and and you know they deserved them, but. They're they're much better teams than than Werder Brennan against other teams in a similar type of situation. Uh, they're probably not going to score the the goals that they did. So they're still there's st- and again I just don't believe in Tuchel. That's the other part of it. But I think overall they they're capable of winning the league. I just this season with what Leipzig Leipzig have on their on their on their side, I think that they they have a real chance to win the league. And I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, dismiss Leverkusen yet either because I think they have a strong side especially with worse like we just mentioned and Dortmund may be able to sneak in there Dortmund's got some issues um, but I think they could sneak in there if they get if they start hot their opening performance wasn't great but uh, but if they can build on that and do something so I don't think it's an open shut place by Munich win it now if they won it would I be shocked no I do th- I would I would say Leipzig will win the league all right very good uh, Udinese and Juventus. Juventus, 3-0 win. Are they back? And, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we, we got it. We got it. Let's say like this. Can they finish top four this year? Oh, they certainly can. But I think they're, they're – I think there are seven teams that can finish top four. So they could finish fourth. I mean, they could finish second, and they could finish seventh. Because all those teams are relatively close in comparison in terms of, like, uh, what, what kind of type of season they could have. Um, now, I don't think Udinese is a great measuring stick. Again, the first game of the season doesn't mean a lot for anybody. But I don't think it's a great measuring stick just because their best player is about to be out the door. I only played 45 minutes. Their second best player is playing for Tottenham now. Um, and, again, Udinese – they finished 12th last season. Like that was, yeah. So, again, they, they, they could have given them some trouble. I like that Juve looked strong. The bottom of it scored a penalty. Chiesa looked brilliant. And they got a third from uh, Rabiot. Uh, but I think they're, we're going to have to see more from this Max Allegri-led side. And they didn't really bring anybody in other than um, Timothy Ware. Uh, so, I, I think that's going to be a problem. And we'll have to see how it goes. But I, I think they played really well. Um, we're going we're to have to see how it goes, I mean, long-term and in the next couple couple games, how they look. But they've always had the talent to do it. 
I just I just kind of push back on some of the other stuff surrounding Juventus, especially the coach. But I mean, if they can get Vladovic firing, I think uh, they'll be very dangerous. Um, and I think if Chiesa can stay healthy and do what he did this week, I think that's another player that can make a big difference this season. All right. Uh, very good. Um, yeah. They, need, they just need better – I don't know what they need. Hey, speaking of that, how do you think Pogba's going to do this year for them? I think he'll be – I think he'll be efficient. I think if he stays healthy, he'll be all right. I don't believe in this idea that he's going to come there now healthy, going to be just out of the world, out of this world. Um, but if he can be just okay or, or above, or just a little above average for them, I think it's good because they need him to perform because he's being paid higher. He's, he's the highest paid player in the team. He hasn't even played like five games. Um, yeah. I think Pogba. Has he still has that player in him? It's just not very much of it. So it just depends on how much he can give Juve of his peak moments. Because outside of his peak moments, he doesn't offer a ton. But if he if you can bring him off the bench and he can he can provide value to the team, I think that's that's a high likelihood of, of being a, a good season for him. I just don't expect him to go out there and become the best player in the league or be a team of the season type of player. Uh, energy off the bench is that what I would look from Pogba. Uh, but I think they're players. They need better players. Um, now they have some really good players. But in comparison, if you just compare the team's uh, the roster that you may have to the other team, they also will be trying to qualify for the Champions League. They're kind of lower on that hierarchy. Um, so we'll see what happens. But I think Pogba, if he can, bring, if he can just give them 10, 15 minutes of quality, I think that that will be that will go a long way with you guys this season. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it, I don't know. Hey, my thing with Pogba is I don't think I've ever like seen any player ever to make his name off of just being popular. I mean, I know he was pretty good for Juventus. Actually, was a monster for a while, but the fact that he still gets paid all that money is just ridiculous. Yeah. If you think of the players I just mentioned, Vladovic at his best is way better than Pogba. Chiesa, once healthy, is a problem for everybody. Uh, I mean, we saw him in the Euro final, just absolutely torch England. Um, he, I mean, again, I don't want to make this about how much he makes, but it's hard to ignore it. But he's making more than the players that are actually making a big impact on the team. Um, so, <laughs> uh, at some level, he has to uh, – but I agree. I think in the last couple of years, he hasn't done anything noteworthy that would – Suggest that he uh, is deserving of um, of the kind of praise or popularity he has. And this might be a controversial opinion, but if he was not healthy, if he was healthy during the World Cup, he wouldn't be picked, is my opinion. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's just not the player he was first time around. I think this is a bad idea him coming here. He needed a fresh start, not going back to to where he began. Um, so, yeah. We'll, we'll see, but I, I just don't have a lot of faith in him because he, what I've been shown le- recently is that he's – number one, he's he can't stay healthy. Number two, when he plays, he hasn't been able to be a dominant, uh, you know, ball-winning a midfielder. And number three, he's just got a big ego. And, and again, it's not something I would co- comfortably want in, in my locker room. 
No, I agree a hundred percent. Um, here's the big one: Florentina, Florentina, top four team this year. Ah, uh, they looked they looked amazing on on. Um, and I know it's one game, but I mean they, <laughs> they <looked> so good. <laughs> I you know this is coming off a season where they made a cup final. You know, lost, but they still made it. They looked phenomenal this weekend. I mean, what do you think? Ah, uh, man, I don't. They got a shot. I mean, I'm trying not to get too ex- too excited and too jacked up about their performance because I know they were playing uh, Genoa, who hadn't been in the league for a year. They're they're not going to be relegated, but they're going to finish near the bottom of the table. But they did that in Genoa, and in Genoa, I don't care how good they are. I don't care if it's 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 11 people that have my ability. It's not an easy place to play, and the way they dismantled him was was insane. They have one of the best coaches in the league. They made sales of of key players that are no longer there. I think two players are two key players are gone, and Castrovilli might have gone to Bournemouth, and Amrabat is probably. I don't know. I think he's probably not going to be on the team at the end of the summer. But you look at what they did last season with – or this this first game with what they did defensively when they were pressured. The midfield looked look electric. And Nico Gonzalez – Nicholas Gonzalez just was amazing. Um, so from every angle of it, they looked absolutely spe- – like if you're talking about the team that performed the best this weekend, it was Fiorentina. That's not even close. They were absolutely insane. Now, we have to see how, how they play. Um, against a better team. But it, this is the thing about Fiorentina. They finished – I don't know where – I think they finished in the top ten. I don't remember exactly where last season. They, they – their first um, – the first half of the season, the only teams they beat were the teams in the bottom six. And then they got, they got you know, mid, mid-season. They just went on this huge run. If they don't, if they don't have a slippy beginning, they could definitely make the Champions League. No doubt about it. The Champions League in Italy this season is going to be so competitive because the, the team that finishes in seventh will not – pretty much in any other circumstance is not a seventh-place team. We don't have – I mean, we do, but I just don't consider the, the seven that will be fighting for Europe. I don't think any of them deserve to, play, to finish seventh. I think it will be incredibly brutal for whoever does and whoever doesn't make Europe. I want us to have seven European spots. If, if we could, I think we, de- we deserve <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Fiorentina can be something special this season. But then you have to look at the other teams that also can do the same. It's kind of like Juve. Juve could finish second. They could finish second. Same thing here. But because they have a, an elite coach and they have, a, they have a, a system that works and they know exactly who they are and how to attack the teams that they play against, I think they're going to they're gonna have a good shot of, of doing something special this season. What that means is hard to say. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I really liked what I saw uh, of their game against Genoa this this weekend. Very good. You know, my favorite thing this weekend, though, has to be Lazio choking. Again. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> needs to put the cigarette down and start coaching. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, this is terrible. It, I mean, they, uh, and you know what? They, uh, they, they were my prediction to have a poor season. I have them finishing 10th at my table. I have them finishing like third. <laughs> Uh, Maybe you will disagree that I, I there's just something about it. I just don't trust Sorry anymore. You know what it is? It's not even that I think that they're a great team. It's that <clears throat> Savage left. So Savage left. I had them in like eighth or ninth, and then they brought in Kamada, and because Kamada was so good at at, um, at Frankfurt, I thought okay, he's gonna slide right in, and everything's gonna be perfect again. <laughs> um, 
And that's that's kind of the reason I ha- I still had them high on the table. But again, it's one game I don't want to get too reactionary. But again, Lazio have been telling us this isn't who they are anymore. Because you know the classic Lazio thing. They'll beat Inter, they'll beat Roma, they'll beat Juve, they'll beat Fiorentina. And then they'll lose to they'll lose to to Lecce, they'll lose to Salentiano, they'll lose to again all those bottom tier teams. They're gonna lose to all of them. General Calgary, all of them. So for them to be in that position, again, it was a good goal from a Mobile. It kind of was a lucky bounce in the end, but it, it was well-deserved. And then for Lecce to score twice, and I think it was three minutes, uh, it's, just, it's just like you're telling us this isn't, isn't who you are. And then in the first game of the season, they, they, you've shown us that's exactly who you are. And last year, the last couple of years, sorry, he's been brilliant with Lazio, but he lost his diamond in the midfield. Then he brought in another diamond, and he wasn't using him properly, which is the reason they kind of imploded in the midfield, especially. This, 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 you know, the first goal that they scored, um, that Lecce scored, I, you know, it was a good goal. You know, there, there, Lazio is not at fault for that. The second one, they most certainly are at fault for that because the ball went wide, almost out of play. Then Lecce collected it. The Lazio defender didn't press him when he had the ball. Then he sent it back into the box, and that obviously they scored. So, yeah, lots of, it can go one or two ways. They can figure out how to use Kamada, and you still have that diamond in the midfield, and you finish top four, or you mismanage it and you don't finish in Europe. I don't think there's a. I don't think it's like, oh, look, if they don't finish the James League, then they'll finish fourth or fifth. No, it's like Champions League or not in Europe at all. At least that's the way I, I, I read into it. Well. You're going to call me crazy because I know where I haven't finished But if they can figure out how to play their midfield correctly, they, they – I know this is going to make you throw up. They're my dark horse to win the league. I'm totally with you. Because they can do it if Sorry figures out how to play his diamonds in the rough. Yeah, but, I agree to a, to a certain extent because I don't think they can win the league. Like, I don't think they can push Napoli or, or – um, or uh, Inter, but I do think they can finish comfortably in third. Like when I did my preview, I said that that Lazio, Lazio, Inter, Napoli would be the top three. The team in fourth will be, I, I don't know what I said. I think I said at least eight points back. So I thought my, going into the season, I thought Lazio would finish comfortably in ahead of whoever's in fourth. So AC Milan, Roma, whoever. But, you know, and, and I think if they can figure that part out, it's good. The only thing I would really – push back on if uh, granted they figure out the midfield is whether or not they can um immobile is again immobile is an all-time great he's a legend of, of the league um but can you rely on him to score the the amount of goals that he has scored in the past and i'm not yeah. sure we can we can expect that he's going to score 25 or whatever tw- even 20 goals and i don't like the they brought in another striker who used to play for um, new york city who's in he was on alone. Uh, he was the guy who scored four goals against Real Madrid last year. He's there as a, as a number two. I don't think he's a proven number two. And for that reason, I think they could finish there, but I don't think they could really push um, Napoli or or Inter because unless Immobile scores twenty, and I, I'm not sure they're, he's going to be able to do that as good as he is and as amazing as he has been. So that'd be my only stipulation against them being in a title race. But I think they should finish in the top three. All right, very good. Um, so who would be your donkey of the week this week? Ooh. 
That is a good question. Um, let's see. <laughs> Let me just run through the, uh, the, uh, what I saw this weekend. Um, ooh, so, uh, God, I hate to do it because, um, because I like them so much. Um, but, I mean, I'm just thinking off the top of my head, probably Mainz. Mainz were supposed yeah. to be a European team this season or at least push that. And they kept a lot of their good players. They looked all right at times. But, to, to, again, no disrespect. But uh, to be dismantled by Union Berlin with uh, Kevin Burhens scoring a hat trick, uh, <laughs> it's hard not to look at that as like, oh, that was, that was really bad. I mean – no, I mean, he's a good player. He's not the type of guy who scores hat tricks in the Bundesliga. He's just not. He's a – I think he's he averages like six goals in the Bundesliga a season. He scored three in one game. Um, so, for mine, from a defensive perspective, to allow that to happen, I think – attacking-wise, they, they were all right. But it just didn't click for them in the opening match. And, again, what I've always said about Mainz is they lose, but they never play – they rarely play badly. Uh, this week, and they play badly. <laughs> And yeah. uh, Mainz um, just again, I think they'll be fine. I don't think they'll be they'll be on this list very much more than 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 today. But I think to to allow Union Berlin to do what they did against you, you know, again, Union Berlin is a good team. Uh, Aronson played pretty well in his debut, stuff like that. But but I do think that uh, they can't they can't they can't be losing games like that to to um, the Union Berlin because from a talent level, they're. They're probably more talented than Union Berlin. Their best player is better than Union Berlin's best player. So, yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where as good as they are and have been over the years, and I think they're going to have a good season. Uh, you, to put a performance like that is bad. Other than that, I'd say Lazio, but you know that's an easy answer. And then I also I also think Dortmund were horrible. They were lucky to win that game, and and I, I'd be I'd be again one game, but I, I'd be a little worried. For Dortmund, I hope they get relegated. That makes my life. They they were they they didn't look good at all. They looked they looked horrendous. I mean, they were lucky to get that goal. I mean, Cologne almost scored like three times. They hit the bar twice, if I'm not mistaken, and they had a potential penalty that wasn't given to them. And then Dortmund, Daniel Malin ends up um, scoring that goal um, at the end. But yeah, they they were a mess, even if they won. All right, that's all we have for this week. Uh, join us next week for the Serie A Week 2 uh, review. Um, thank you all for listening. This is Ryan signing up for Elliot. Uh, thanks for listening to the Football Tampa.